talking about the real cost of hiring a book editor. So I want to greatly appreciate those that um, email me your questions, that actually take the time out to schedule a discovery um, session with me. One, it lets me know that you guys are really appreciating the information that I'm putting out there, as well as it lets me know how I can better assist you. Um, and so I actually had someone call me and wanted to know more about my rates and what it takes to kind of hire a book editor, thus this um, video was inspired by that so I have my notes over here and we're just going to kind of jump right in if I won if I chance you are one that likes to read the information I will post the blog down below that will kind of um, go in a little bit more detail than maybe what I'm able to explain uh, and maybe you just want to have a reference you know like a transcription of the video all right so first and foremost before you even hire a book editor you need to know the type of editing that is needed for your book and so I break it down into five and you may find some editors that may say there's only three or four but generally for the the purpose of this video I'm going to discuss five because some editors may combine the two like copy and line editing into one and so the first one is developmental editing which is kind of the overall big picture before you even start we're going to talk about like your characters the, the theme of your book the overall point of the book the message that you want to convey and some of the nuances but definitely overall arching theme of the book for me, this is what I call a table of content session. I work with you um, and I ask that you provide me every single idea that you have for your book, use it as a dumping ground, and I go in and organize it uh, from there. And then we get on the phone and we kind of go back and forth from there. Um, the second one is substantive editing, which I call it substantial editing because that's pretty much what it is. It's for those that pretty much have written the book already and you're just giving it to an editor and say, here, um, let me know your constructive criticism. Um, if this makes sense, you know, um, what about the plot, you know, the characters? It's kind of like that, I don't want to say overall, like developmental. Um, we're not fine-tuning the manuscript. We're kind of making it make sense, you know, kind of go over it all. If you are like a movie buff and you are familiar with Tubi's work, it's kind of ensuring that a movie doesn't turn out to be on Tubi, per se. Um, that's kind of what substantial editing, um, or excuse me, substantive editing is. Like I say, I call it substantial. It's kind of, if you ever read a book, it's kind of like, ooh, it was like a point was missing. It's like they skipped something. Had they added um, a section about X, Y, and Z, it would have made it better. That's kind of what uh, substantive editing is. All right, um, next is copy editing. It's kind of making sure um, it's more than grammar and little nuances there, but it's kind of making sure like what you said in chapter two doesn't contradict what you said in chapter five. So if it's a memoir about your life, it doesn't say in chapter two, your mom died when you were five, when you were five and then in chapter five, you say your mom died when you were four. So it's making sure some things are consistent throughout it um if it's fictional it's kind of like in the beginning you said your character's hair was blind now she's a redhead um what happened kind of filling in those gaps making sure um things don't get lost 
And um, next is line editing. And once again, some editors may combine copying and line editing, but line editing is making sure that line by line, things are said the best way without causing confusion and losing your voice. All right, so line editing is line by line, making sure each sentence is said the best way. And then proofreading, which is pretty much the very last type of editing. Right, a lot of people come and say, Oh, I just need someone to proofread my book, but they have not had any other type of editing services on their manuscript. But proof editing is just making sure there's no widows, there's you know, a little period over here by itself. It's just the fine tuning before it goes into the next stage of publication. So, those are the different, the five different types of editing that you want to um, know about because when you approach your editor, you want to, hey, you know what type of editing um, you offer and also let them know, hey, I'm looking for um, copying line editing or I'm looking for a substantive editing. Like I have my manuscript um, written, but I just want to make sure it kind of makes sense that I didn't miss any big plot holes or anything like that. My characters flow, everything um, makes sense. So those are your five types of editing. Next, we're going to talk about understanding the pricing structure of... Um, book editors right so you have book editors that may charge an hourly rate and then you have some that may charge a flat fee i'm more of a flat fee type person but they have their pros and cons um hourly in my opinion is best for those that are like smaller projects um if you have a book that's maybe five thousand words or less like a novella very short story then maybe a hourly rate is best um, for you. I would not recommend an hourly rate if your book is like 100,000 words um, because it can take quite a few hours and depending on the revisions your author, um, your editor allows, um, it could take uh, quite a amount of um, money. So I offer um, flat rate, which it can either buy per page or per word. I charge per word, all right? So... The reason why I do that, majority of the pieces that I get are around 40,000 words or so. I mean, if I had some that are like 10,000, but generally around the 30 to 40,000 words, and I even had a 100,000 um, plus word manuscript to edit before. And generally when it's per word, we already know what it's going to be. Um, and the reason why I wouldn't do hourly rate for something of that kind, not saying that I would do it. And not saying that I haven't done it. Um, generally, when you are doing hourly rate, and especially if you're doing like something like line editing, and you want to say figure out how to say it the best way without losing the author's voice, you may have to sit there and think on it. Like, okay, okay, how does this make sense? How do I say this? How has her character been throughout the entire story? Would she say it this way with this kind of quirkiness or whatever? How should I write it? And sometimes you have to think about that. That may could take five, ten minutes, whatever, um, of the story. And that adds to it versus it could take me five, ten, thirty minutes. It doesn't matter. I'm still on that one line. So those are just things to think about. So when you have a smaller manuscript, I don't have an exact word count, but maybe I'm going to say 5,000, maybe even up to 10,000 words or less, um, you may want to consider hourly um ask them what their rates are it could be between forty dollars to a hundred dollars an hour just depends and then the flat rate 
It can be depending on the type of editing because the course proofreading is the very last, is very minimum editing. So that can be on the three to four cents range all the way up to, um, I guess, if you go to substantive or substantial editing, even developmental. My developmental was more of a flat fee um, because I send you a questionnaire. I have a structure around it, um, which I... It doesn't take as much time, but I have a flat fee for that. But substantial editing, 15, it, it depends. Since, you know, a word, it depends. So you really have to ask. Um, now, if you're dealing, I know of a New York best time seller that, not that I know them personally, I'm going to say that. Ah, I don't know them personally, but I know of uh, one. And when I was in the editing society, that their rates are 50 cents per word. So of course they have those credentials. So once again, I've said on the low end from like three to four cents up to 50 cents, depending on the type of editing as well as the expertise of the editor. And of course my rates fall in between there. Um, I don't want to give them because in the time you watch this video, it could have changed. But I'm going to say once again, mine's is somewhere in between there. Um, and so with those hourly and flat rates, like you do want to consider the... Um, expertise and the years experience of the editor um, I have one let me show you the right I think 2020 Colorado book award uh, for best edited anthology and also that book was in publishers weekly it had received a star review so of course if I get an award and it's in a publication yeah my fees are going to be a little bit more versus when I there first started um, you know, helping other people go writing their book, just getting my feet wet. Now that I have an award underneath my belt, uh, my fees go up. As well as another thing to consider as far as fees is um, the time, the deadline. Is, is it a rush fee? And I just have to realize it takes time. Um, the amount of time it takes me to edit a 10,000 word book is going to vary significantly different than a 100,000 word book. That's a matter of a, a week versus, I don't know, two, three months, depending on what other um, publications I have on my table to edit. So you want to think about as far as um, the time frame and if you need it rushed. Um, maybe you were working with another editor and they promise you this book will be ready in two weeks and you come to me and now I have 10 days um, versus when they had three months total and you aren't, you need within two weeks to meet your deadline for whatever else you have. Um, that's going to be a significant you know rush job to say I need a book edited within 10 days and it may not be doable if it's 100,000 words and I have other jobs um, before you so think about that um, ask the editor you know what is your turnaround um, for 40,000 words etc um, please provide as much information like I know I have some people to call me who say what is your but I will ask what is your budget some people honestly don't know maybe they're just overwhelmed with the process and they honestly do not know and I have other people who Pretty much say, I don't know because they just want to see the type of information I'm going to provide them if I'm going to try to rob them or whatever. I'm going to let y'all know my fee is my fee. It is what it is. Um, and so um, another thing uh, that uh, impacts the fee of editing is the complexity of your book. Is your book like nonfiction that requires a lot of research? Are you wanting me to um, fact check your research or do the research for you? That type of information as well as... 
I'm all down for transcribing a book, you know, speaking it into the computer, type it out for you. I actually recommend it. However, if you send me a manuscript that is pretty much all words, no commas, no periods, nothing, that is going to have a significant increase um, for editing because I'm not quite sure if this is a complete sentence, if you meant to pause here, what exactly your intent is. And so instead of me going through to do copy line editing, I'm doing I'm doing a whole lot of cleaning up before I can truly get to editing. And so one of the things that I know some people are kind of reluctant to doing is sending, sometimes some people, is sending their manuscript to an editor. I recommend you send, if it's not the entire manuscript, at least send a chapter, the first chapter of the book. So an editor can see the quality of your work. Um, and I think I may have, not done that one time and I think that is where I got the the manuscript that did not have any periods a comma any punctuation whatsoever and so um I definitely hey before I even sign we sign an agreement saying that we're going to work together I need to see your work um I need to see the quality to make sure that I'm charging appropriately not just to gouge or anything but one thing, when I'm working with people in business or whatever, I don't want people to be like grudgingly working on my stuff like, ugh, ugh, and not putting like, not saying you, you're all into it like, oh, I just love this. I can't live without it. But to really like want to work on my work, like I don't want you feeling disgusted when you got to touch my hair or deal with me. Like if you feel that type of way, I just rather us not do business. So I want to make sure that when I receive a manuscript, it's something that, you know, I can work with and I'm not just going to be disgusted and be like, you know what, I I shouldn't even took this job. So please let an editor see your work. Want to make sure that you all are, uh, are a good fit, you know. Um, and maybe I've actually received, maybe no more than two times, I've actually received some work that was like, just don't need a lot of editing at all. Like, they are, I don't know if they had someone else edited before or they're just a good writer, but it was really like, okay, I just really need to kind of proofread this, you know. And so... Instead of me telling you, oh, yeah, it's going to be three weeks. Yeah, I can get it done in a week. Like, you're a really good writer. Um, so allow them to see your work. Now, this is something that I some people do. I tried this no more than two times, and I, I don't do it. Um, as well as sending them your book or a chapter is actually asked for a sample edit, and that's in which you would send them a chapter or a page, and you just get an idea of... Um, how the person edits. Uh, I'm not too fond of it. Honestly, I the only time I did is when someone asked me to do it. And so I was like, sure, you know, I end up, I think they didn't send me like the first chapter or whatever. It was like I jumped right into the middle or something, whatever, edited. Um, and they didn't choose me. But then the funny thing, I don't, it's weird how stuff comes around another editor you know editor circle editing society um just get to talking somehow found out same author and what they were doing is going around and getting you know someone to edit chapter one as a sample someone to edit chapter two as a sample someone to edit chapter three as a sample and so on and so not saying that everyone does that um that was just my experience and honestly i've Besides that one person, maybe two, because maybe I did it after that. Um, and then when I found that out, I was like, I'm not doing it. Um, I haven't had any issues. 
So I don't offer sample edits, but that is something you can ask an editor if they do um, offer that. Um, so that was complexity of your book. And like I said, as far as if there's the punctuation missing, the research, um, the type, you know, especially if it's an academia more type book, a textbook, the citations, you know, citing your sources, that is a whole nother job in itself. So that may be an additional fee, the type of book as well. All right. So we talked about that. So once again, the editor's experience as well as the, what they are knowledgeable in their niche. Guys, I love memoirs and nonfiction books. The, that's my thing. Like if you say I want an autobiography, um, biography, memoir, a how-to book, I'm your girl. I'm your girl. Um, and it wasn't until I did the anthology because it was based, it was kind of horror-based. And I'm not too fond of horror. I really don't like horror. But, but the story that I had it was a beautiful horror. Like, I don't, it, it was beautiful. It wasn't like a person going around killing something. It, it was, I don't even know how to describe it. It was beautiful horror. Like, it changed my perception. And because of that, I've actually written a thriller book. And that will be coming out. I'm going to release it this year because it's actually been sitting. I've written it probably about two years ago, 18 months ago. It's been sitting. So, I'm going to release a thriller book. So, my expertise is in memoirs, nonfiction. However, I have an experience in thriller. But however, you came to me and say, I want to write, um, you want me to edit an erotica book. That's not my thing. Um, I've actually had someone that did a table of content session with me. Um, they just kind of like booked it out of the blue. Um, praise them. <laughs> and so, you know, after I went through the whole, you know, the character, building a story, filling stuff in for them. And I honestly declined working with them uh, because the story I asked, like, what is the redeeming quality of, you know, your character? Like, what is the pivotal point in which they would change? Their life is going to get better, blah, blah, blah. And pretty much the answer they give to me, I didn't see as a redeeming quality. Um, it wasn't a redeeming <laughs> the cycle was just going to continue but um I want to not I know that life isn't all peaches and cream and it's just harsh like I understand that but if I don't see if it's like a series that I'm working with and it's just getting evil or an evil or <laughs> more evil <laughs> I don't, I'm not, that's like, I don't, I'm begrudgingly going to work on it. It's like, eh. So I stopped it before there. It's, it's different if, you know, book one, you know, they got introduced to something. Book two, they all landed gangsters shooting everything. Book three, I may have to get, you know, depending on how long the series is. Cool. I could probably do that, but I just didn't see a end out of that. So making sure the type of work that you are writing aligns with, the genre that the editor works in okay because I felt like I was going on a tangent as well also um the value that book editing read um brings so I know some of y'all especially if you are new to the book publishing industry um that budget can be tight I understand I'm an entrepreneur that budget be tight at times look I need to figure out how I can make this happen without spending all of this money I get it 
But I want you to focus more on the value versus the money that you're going to be um, putting out. It's an investment. Because I've seen some books that, um, <laughs> yeah, I actually got one in there that I thought about. Like, the cover looks nice. So, okay, cool. And when I open it up, it has so many typos, so many grammatical errors that I was just really turned off. Like, I haven't even read it. It was like I supported someone um, to support someone. Opened the book, and it was just like, you, okay. So, I probably won't be buying another book from them. And that may be your experience. Like, you may be so rushed to get your book out there. You may be like, I'm not going to spend $800 to get my book edited. And guess what? You, you may sell maybe your first round of books enough to have covered um, editing or whatever. So that may be, I don't know what your book, $20, $20 without prop 15 So you may sell, I don't know, 50 books. Five, is that even 800 Okay, you may have sold X amount of books to get a $1,000 profit. But guess what? When those reviews start coming in, they're going to talk about, oh my gosh, how horrible the editing was. They couldn't get past the second chapter. And those reviews start coming in. And instead of you having four out of five or five out of five stars, um, if you had professionally edited, you're at two. Um, if that, <laughs> maybe 1.8, I don't know. So you may make some money in the beginning. In the long run, those reviews are going to start coming in. And then people are just not going to buy, especially if you, you're, oh my God, I'm feeling this. And you think you do good and you write book number two themselves, it's, it's going to really hurt you. So you want to think about the investment and not just say it is you're spending money, but it's an investment in your author career. Um, an editor is to polish your book, take it to the next level, um, really, you know, make it happen, really make your book shine and pop. All right. Now budgeting now i gave you some numbers so either uh, author um editor may charge per page i don't think i gave that maybe two to five dollars to three dollars per page depending on the type of editing maybe three you're doing new york's best best time seller 50 cents per word and an hourly rate from like forty dollars to a hundred dollars and that's best suited for um smaller projects all right so you want to think about your budget just for basic math, your total for editing is going to be $1,000. You want to ask, hey, do you have a payment plan? I offer payment plans. You have to put it down, X amount down. And then depending on your publication date, because I work backwards from your publication date. So if I have only two weeks to edit your book, then we may just do 50-50. 50% down, 50% um, at the end of the editing job. If we have a total of four months to edit your book, um, then, of course, we may do X amount down, four payments, six payments, whatever. I generally work with the person um, as far as payment plans. Some editors don't do that. It is 50-50, you know, or you pay me all up front. So you want to talk about the payment plan, how you make payments, um, all that type of stuff. And really set some realistic expectations. If my price for editing doesn't suit you, that's perfectly fine. I had plenty of people, oh, you expensive. No, you're just not my ideal client. I know what I bring to the table. And so once again, I'm not the 50 cents per word editor yet, <laughs> but I'm definitely not the two cents per word. So 
I know what I bring to the table. I know that I offer revisions. Um, I work with you one-on-one. Um, oh, also consider like, are you able to talk to the editor in between? Some people, like you send me a book, I edit, that is it. Like, and you may get a second round of revision. Like all that talking, like if I'm editing your book, you can set up time to talk, you know, talk to me about it. If you want to say, hey, I actually have a question about this. That's cool. Um, so you want to think about the communication process uh, with your author. How can I get in contact with you if you have questions? Generally, if someone's new to this, I kind of let them know, hey, once I receive your manuscript, you may not hear from me for, two, you know, three to four weeks, depending on how long, but I will send an email. Hey, I just want to let you know that we're still editing your manuscript because it gives someone some type of reassurance that I just didn't pay you $500 and you just disappeared. I ain't heard from you in three weeks. Like there's really nothing for me to deliver to you within that time frame from editing, but I will send you an email just to let you know that I didn't take your money and run away. So think about how does the um, editor communicate with you? I mean, yes. So I think that is it. Um, and if you check out the blog, I have frequently asked questions. One of them, are there any potential hidden costs to consider when hiring a book editor. Um, some people have communication fees. I have them, but they're kind of, that's kind of like that communication. And that's generally more in my ghostwriting services uh, versus editing, as well as there's certain software or tools that they use. Um, I just require you send me Word document. I can't stand, and people still do. When people send me, um, is it Google Docs? Is it Google Docs? Yeah, that link. Because sometimes they don't always open. And then I use like Outlook. So I'm not opening it up from a Gmail account. And so now I have to get approval um, to get access to the link. And then that could be some people don't even check the email like that. And that's a whole week work wasted of time. So I ask people, no, just send me the Word doc. Don't send me no link. Send me the actual Word document. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I asked for it before we even sign an agreement so that I actually have the document and see what I am working with. Uh, what are some tips for finding affordable yet skilled book editor? Um, we talked about typical costs. How can I determine if the cost of hiring a book editor is worth it for my project? Um, I'm just, you know, encourage y'all to go to the blog, but definitely you just want to actually talk with them. There are some people that you, I... I have complimentary discovery sessions. So we get on the phone for X amount of, you know, I have a time limit. We could talk to see if we're a good fit. I know there are some people who actually charge for that. And I get their time being money. I get the value of it. Um, I'm not there yet. I don't know if I'll be there. I get it. But sometimes you just want to actually talk to the person and see if they'd be a good fit. Maybe what they value and, um, you know, bring to the table and what you want. Maybe you don't like them like that. I don't like the way you talk to me. I don't like the way you look. <laughs> no, nah. but I don't like the way you talk to me. I'm not, you know, it's certain times I've talked to people and it's like the way they said something or I don't know, spirit of discernment kick in. It's like, you know what? That that ain't the person for me. They may seem good, but it's something about that. That ain't the person for me. So I do um, like that. I do like that I'm able, you are able to speak with me. I do offer complimentary discovery sessions for the time being. 
All right, so guys, that is the real nitty-gritty behind uh, the cost of hiring a book editor, a good book editor, and what you need to know. I hope that has helped you. And just in case, you know, this is your first time, I need to say my name. My name is Ashley M. King. I am the Get It Done Queen. I help people of faith tell their story through writing a book and leverage their message to create products and services to reach the people God has called them to. All right, so that is it. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Have a blessed day. Thank you.